Deirdre Ganley back here for another episode of the Country Chats podcast and here in front of me on the screen I have Olivia Douglas. Olivia how are you? I'm good Sandra how are you? Thank you so much for having me. Problem delighted to have you. Great to be having all these chats. I tell you I'm having a great time. I'm meeting someone every day for for these chats and it's lovely just socializing. Well, as I just said, today was the first. I'm here in the hoodie, but it's great to actually put on a small bit of makeup. <laughs> nice to have you um, here on the podcast. So how have things been? It's been a bit quiet, obviously, but um, you're still tipping away, doing little bits and bobs here and there. Yeah, um, look, at things are so strange, Sandra. I mean, I was living out of the car there for so long. His daddy used to say to me, the wardrobe is there in the back of the car. But um, look at what what can we do we're all we're all in the same boat you know but um i am trying to keep um going i'm doing a little bit of recording because i started my third album just actually last march when when things started to go belly up but um i'm tipping away at that so it's keeping me busy and i'm still at least i have a bit more time to try and pick more songs for than that you know so absolutely because normally you'd probably not that you'd rush through it but you'd you'd kind you know you'd have a set date in mind or something like that whereas yeah. now you probably have more time to really think about the songs and and look into the production behind them exactly and i was definitely one russian everything lastminute.com and you know what i'll probably be the same this time around even though all the time i have but um i was at just times i've picked um songs for albums the night before and uh, and i was going in recording but anyway look at we got there the albums are done and hopefully they're all right hopefully and have you an idea of when you're going to bring that out or are you saving it for another while I will save it for another while. It'll be next year anyway. Definitely not. You know, I, I had hoped to kind of bring it out at the end of um, 2020 there, but look, at, we'll, we'll, even this year now, I I, I don't know. I, I'll probably hold off until next year, to be honest. But at least the work, it's all done now. And at least you have the luxury of deciding when you think and you can decide the night before if you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll suit me anyway. Ah, yeah, when things come back, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to have things back a little bit and hopefully be out gigging when, when I do bring it out, you know. Yeah, very good. Because the two kind of go hand in hand, I suppose. You'd be so used to the album launches and all that kind of thing. So you want Yeah, and I was it. lucky enough to have, um, actually one of them was, um, it was cancelled actually at the time of, with the bad um, snow at the time. But I re- I had really good launch, two really good launches in the well in Moat. And, um, you know, it's been nice to have another one, so. I will wait. <laughs> you will. Absolutely. We'd be delighted to be there for that. Please God. Um, so yeah, so you were working away on that um, last year. And I suppose coming into this year, the, the new project on the scene is um, Trudy Lawler's new project, which is, you're involved in that, I think, are you? Yeah, I am. I was actually, um, I have to ring somebody now to see them actually in Scotland again. I was actually talking to a couple over in Glasgow last night. And it was totally a surprise. And um, oh my God, like, do you know what? It really gave me, genuinely gave me such a lift coming off the phone and realizing you're after making these people so happy. And, you know, fair play to Trudy and um, Trudy Lawler and Billy Morrissey. It really is a great, it's a great thing to do because people are finding it tough and they're not out, they're not talking to people. So as I say, it's great to give us the lift as well and have the chat with somebody and, um, so there's a good few kids actually that I had to ring, which was just so nice as well. Yeah. So. That's lovely. And I suppose the, the first thought is, oh, it's lovely that these people will get a phone call. But when you actually delve into it more, it's actually lovely for the artists themselves because it gives you a feel good factor and you're mixing with your fans 
in a different way because I suppose the only way you've been mixing is on is on social media but now you're mixing with them with the voice which is which is great for you as well like it's so beneficial in that sense oh it is it's after work in both ways and to think that something as small as a phone call can really brighten up somebody's day is just it's just unreal I mean especially when it's a surprise then I think as well these people were shocked last night like so it was it was great <laughs> it'll be nice to kind of have a list a list every day well I have to ring them three people now today it's you know it's something nice to look forward to as well it is it's something to work towards because we've we've you know, you're going around here and you're thinking, what am I going to do next? But look, I'm looking forward to, as I say now, I'm going to ring these, uh, this other couple now to see them. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, no, it's a great idea. And, and there's so many artists involved. And that's great to hear the kids are, are looking for you as well. You know, you're in demand. Well, it is. You know, it's nice to hear the, um, that the kids are looking. I think the Hugger 2 song, I think, is what um, I think they, they have been listening to but um yeah because the first little boy I rang they were actually whether it was on the spotlight tv or whether it was on youtube I don't know which it was but when, the, when I rang that's what they were they were listening to a hugger to answer and he was absolutely delighted and it, it was great you know yeah oh it's lovely no it's an absolutely great idea and I know and most of the people on the podcast are involved in it so I'm kind of chatting about it all the time which is great um yeah. so yeah that's another little project um that you're involved in and it's great to have these projects because I suppose obviously like everyone it's kind of hard to figure out what what you're going to do and what have you what have you been doing I mean obviously you know you have time to chill and look after yourself and and kind of take a step back but then as well you were working on your album but what else have you kind of been at or have you found it challenging I mean obviously I know everyone's finding it hard but has anything in particular really got to you or have you really enjoyed any part of of this whole last few this this year I should say yeah well do you know Sandra actually I well first it's great to be in bed every night around 10 o'clock anyway <laughs> I'm definitely getting enough sleep now anyway but um look I it has been challenging and as, as I said there at the start it is such a difference to been on the road maybe six and I genuinely I was on the road so I was doing five six nights a week sometimes seven nights a week I was lucky enough to be very very busy and um Obviously, I miss all that. I miss getting into the car, going off, going on the journeys. You could be south, you could be north, wherever you are. Do you know what I mean? But um, I, the other side to it is I'm at home with mommy and daddy. And you know what? It's I'll, I'll always cherish that time that I'm after getting now. Do you know? There's days I'd say that we probably all want to kill each other. Like, but it's I have because we have a pub here in Fraban in County Offaly so that's been closed as well so we've kind of been hit both ways and I'm the only I've no brothers and sisters so um so the three of us are here but um they're enjoying you know what they are enjoying the time as well even though they miss the banter they miss the people coming in for the music every weekend but um I have enjoyed my time but at the same time I'll I'll obviously really look forward to getting back to it I miss talking to people as well as the gigs getting up on stage I miss going in the van with the lads even to over to Scotland and um, you, you look at you miss it all but sure everybody is the same and we have to sit tight for the moment and stay safe and do what we have to do isn't that that's it absolutely and I mean you you were doing it full-time weren't you because I know some singers would have had other jobs and other things going on but it was it was pretty much full-time for you wasn't it it was full-time but you know it's funny I had a year taken out of work we'll say we say last January um, 2020, I had emailed back, I had a year taken out at that January and I emailed back and I said that I wouldn't be returning to work. And then in March, 
all this happened little did we know in january but um look at what's what's meant for you one past either i suppose i wasn't meant to go back kind of thing but um i loved that as and um, i was working in a nursing home accounts oh, in a nursing home yeah so um you know it was probably bad timing you know but um but in saying that um in the summer i went back up and it was lovely to be able to play we played outside obviously we couldn't go in you know but um it was lovely to be able to go back up and play for them again but that certainly was bad timing you know but i at the time i couldn't keep it going i had to leave it because i was literally going into work and i'd nearly be taken off the makeup from the night before and that's the truth like because i was that late coming home that you just fall into the bed and my was like, I'd be getting up here at 10 to 9 and I'd be in work at 9 o'clock. Disaster. So you couldn't keep doing that. I was just wrecked going into work, you know, so. And long That's, term as well, you know, it would have, you, you wouldn't, you could, I mean, you were doing it. You were doing it. Yeah. But you couldn't yeah. keep it up. Jesus, that, that's You couldn't keep going. it up. And then at, like that, then you were looking for days off because there was such a thing to be done and you don't want to be doing that. You're either in it or you're not, you know, and, I, I, and coming towards the end, I, I just had to make a decision. So just probably a little bit bad time and but luck at anyway. But look, and but I, I suppose the thing there is you took that leap and you said, no, I'm going to go just full steam ahead now with the music and and you done that. And I think that's nearly the, the most positive part of it was you, you said, no, I'm going for it now, and that's it. Yeah, but it's funny, I, ne I nearly had to be pushed out the door. The girl that was working with me in account, she's like, Olivia, you can't keep doing this. And and I really I didn't want to leave. I mean the end of the day it was only two minutes off the road from me here I couldn't have had anything handier a nine-to-five job and and I loved it I loved um I loved the interaction with the residents as well you know so I'm sure they're really missing it's it's so hard for them in the nursing homes now too like absolutely but I'm sure when you went down during the summer to sing a few songs it definitely brightened them up and I know that was happening in a, a number of nursing homes well, yeah. not in them but outside them across yeah. the country mm. it's you know a lovely another way of of managing to share the love with with, yeah, least, with through the social distancing well that's it and we had the weather thankfully at the time so hopefully we'll, we'll see what this summer holds we might be able to actually get in to to play for them but anyway please god please god so you've been practicing the accordion so while you've been at home have you not that you need oh. any practice <laughs> oh well i'll tell you you do get rusty when you're not playing I was never really one, Sandra, I was never one for kind of sitting at home on my own practicing, unless I kind of had a flower or something coming up. I, I What I loved was the sessions, all right, and, and that's as good as practice as anything. But no, I should have been doing more practice on the accordion. But it is, it's um, it's my goal anyway. I want to try and learn a few more tunes before I go back out and kind of from the trad scene and that. So I am going to, I'm going to get started on that now. Good. And what age <laughs> were you when you started playing the accordion? I was six, so my first instrument was the tin whistle, like a lot of kids going to school or whatever to start off tin whistle in the school. Um, so that was my first instrument, and um, actually not long ago, um, my mammy was talking to one of the teachers, and she was just saying, "Sure, Olivia could never have done anything else but the music." She says she remembers one of the days everyone else was playing. I was only a little, probably maybe I don't know eight or nine at the time. Everyone else was playing anyway, doing Ring a Ring a Rosie or whatever. And sure, Livy was walking around the school on her own, playing a tin whistle outside. And everybody else over playing. But anyway, um, yeah, so that was my first instrument. And then I went on to the button accordion. So um, my first music teacher was Catherine Middleton, because 
before we moved for band, we lived in just outside Roscray, County Tipperary. So that's where my my music lesson started. So um, yeah, I've been I haven't looked back since, and um, sure look at I was taken all over the all over the country from every all Ireland and all the flas and feshes and um, they were the best to crack. They were really 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 good days. Yeah, I'd be the same as you now. I'd be the trad and the country scene because I would have grown up going to the Flas and right. all the All-Irelands. My sister would have been the more competitive one. She would have danced in the in the, uh, the Shannos and we'd have gone to the Oireachtas as well. So, like, I'm missing both of them sides. Oh, and yeah. they're very different, but then at the same time, there's a lot of similarities. But I love being part of the two of them. Because there's just the, like you can't beat the flags, like and you the all Ireland's and oh, they're just brilliant. You you probably haven't been to many, have you, in the last few years? If you were gigging or that? No, that's ex- yeah, I haven't been. I've missed the all Ireland's now probably for the last four or five years. Um, and I used to love actually going in the Kayleigh band competitions. Used to be absolutely class. Yeah, used to, and actually, yeah, and I was in. I remember being in. I was in the under 18 Kelly band, Lonella Kelly band here in, which was Tullamore, we were, we were all kind of from Tullamore, that area. And um, we came second in the All-Ireland, but wow. uh, that was, uh, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. They really were the good days. But um, I I spent a lot of years before I actually went singing, I played um, in Hawks pub in Banagher, for anybody listening that might know the, it's a great tourist pub on the Shannon. And um, I used to sit in the corner there, shy as anything, wouldn't have to talk to anybody, wouldn't have to do anything, only play the accordion. And uh, there's obviously loads of musicians there as well. But, um, they were, you know, when I think back on that as well, Wednesday night in the summer would be like a Saturday night. The place would be hopping. And, um, you know, it's sad to see that they're all gone. But look, please God, they'll be back, you know. Absolutely. And did you used to sing on the flowers as well or did you just play? No. Isn't that mad? Like, isn't it just, it's so funny. Yeah, but sure, there's people that, I see, they'll be commenting on my face, but they could be Germans. That was the, you know, it was, as I said, it was a tourist pub. And I've had so many people saying, we never knew you sang, because I never sang a song in that pub. And I played in there for years. And then I brought out an album and everybody kind of presumed, should this must be the accordion? Not to singing and it was just looking. I was all kind of done so quick, but that that's the way I am. I'm just I just decide something yeah. and then I do it, you know. It just fell into place kind of and that was it. You were singing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look at I always sing here. Sorry, not stopping you, but no, I always did sing in my mommy and daddy's pub kind of, but like that, nobody outside the town kind of knew I sang, you know. Mm-hmm. And sure if there was a party going, there was no bother singing at three or four in the morning. <laughs> You're dead right. So was it kind of Glorchera that kind of kicked everything off on a larger scale for you or how, how I know you were in Glorchera in 2016, was it? Yeah, yeah, 2016, yeah. Yeah, that was the start of the singing for me, definitely. Um, so I went on Glorchera and like, I had never been singing, only done an odd gig in, in Daddy's pub, but um, that was the start of it. I sent in a video, I actually sang at a friend of mine's um, launch, Carmen McLaughlin, that was in Roscommon. Tulsk, I think it was at the time. And there was a video of that night. And my cousin and mommy and daddy just said, well, why don't you send in that video into Glorteer and see what happens? So I actually done it to just keep them happy, to be honest, because I never thought I'd even, that they'd even listen to it, never mind anything else. But anyway, 
got a call back and um, they said that they said uh, a lady had me picked and I was trying to think because usually it's kind of all male yeah. mentors in it so um, I was like who is this whatever so then they rang me back to confirm the whole thing and it was Sandy Kelly and sure then I was on the phone to Sandy Kelly I couldn't believe any of this was happening you know from growing up to listening to Sandy and now she's such a good friend like but that is definitely where it all started for the singing for me anyway yeah and it's and of course it's still going on now and it's on at the moment um so it just shows how how long it's running for and it's most people that have had on the podcast so far or that I'm that are lined up have been on it I think it's kind of like a it's uh you have to go on Gloria Chira and then you're then you're yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no it was a great stepping stone I mean if I didn't do Gloria Chira, I probably wouldn't have I don't know what way I would have went about the singing you know mm. but um it, it's really a great stepping stone and you know it's great that it is going ahead now that we actually have it there every Tuesday night it's, it's grand to to tune into it you know absolutely so, um, it's something to keep yeah. it, especially for those you know um people at home the people that would have been going to the concerts and the dances it's nice for them to to still feel you know part of it all and that kind of thing yeah yeah um, no it's really good it, it's um you know it gives as I say like I would I was going up on the stage and I'm not having a clue had entirely sang in front of the crowd and everyone. Then I, I was landed up on TG4, but um, I wouldn't change it for the world. It was brilliant. It was great. Great, you know, it gave me a bit of confidence and everything. I suppose you know. Most people that I've interviewed that have been on it, they all say they had no experience. They didn't know what they were doing, yeah. and they didn't. They hadn't been in front of the camera. Most, you know, there's a lot of similarities there. And then, and then you look at it, and you wouldn't know any different. Like it's. Um, it's funny how you would you would think, you know, people just hop up and off you go, but there's a lot more behind that, you know, behind the person. Oh, there, yeah, no, there is like, but no, it, it's it's absolutely great experience. And I would, you know, anybody that would be thinking of going on it, definitely go for it because it can only do you good anyway, you know. Yeah, and, and you've about you've about seven months now to be getting your song ready because this won't be <laughs> the audition or the, exactly. the they won't be looking for anyone now until about august so you have loads of time to get your uh your audition um so yeah that's so that's five that's really five years ago for for you isn't it yeah four yeah, and a half because, yeah the memories were coming up on facebook yeah it's hard to believe where that five years has gone it's and mad. who else was in it that year with you who else was in it carrie Farron. Hmm? um Pamela Gilmartin. Who else? Gavin McAloon won it. I can't think who else was in it. Aidan Quinn, Philomena's son. Oh yeah. Philomena Begley's son. Yeah. So um yeah, so it was really great, really great crack. Like, you know, going, yeah, a busload came from the now I didn't last too long in it now, mind you. I was gone in this this two weeks into the live shows but anyway but at the start of it like there was buses coming down from the pub and everything sure it was great yeah it was really good no it's a great and so many you know obviously there's what it's six yeah six so like every year that's so many different singers and even when you list out there who was in your year you can go yeah 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 like they're all yeah. still gigging mm. away and you know you know the names like which is great yeah. you know so that's yeah. lovely as well yeah. um and of course you you have your tv show as well you're not a stranger to presenting actually that's finished for the moment Sandra well yeah, I well finished. I've stopped filming too There's, I'm not <laughs> filming either so you're you're not alone um but you're but you yeah. are no stranger to presenting you're well used to 
Oh, I don't know about that now. But anyway, look at shirts. Sure, it, again, that was a lovely way to keep, um, especially across the seas, the people in the UK and Scotland really, that, that's, you know, they're really tuned into it. You'd always come over and they'd say, oh, I love your TV show. And it's, you know, and you'd be thinking, hope I'm playing the right stuff for them or whatever. But um, ah, yeah, look at it. Was, it was a nice experience. I'm sure hopefully we'll get back to it when, when things come back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, well, I suppose other than that, I suppose big things for you that had happened pre-COVID was Nathan Carter's score and Derek Ryan's score. Yeah, um, yeah, they were, that was, look, it was really, it was such an amazing, the two of them were just great tours to get. And um, it's just the publicity and meeting so many new people. But um, yeah, the first, I think I done Nathan's, I done his Scottish tour and his Christmas, two of his Christmas tours. And um, the Scottish tour, of course, was the, we're on the tour bus and everything. And um, look at the, absolutely the best to crack. And there was plenty of dry shampoo use, let me tell you, trying to get ready. And, and that was me, anyway, not even you. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was really good crack. Um, and um, Derek's tour, where did we do Derek? Derek's tour was his 10 tour all around Ireland. So again, it was great. The lads on the band were just absolutely, you know, because when you're the only girl, you're thinking, oh God, how am I going to manage this now with all the lads? But you know what? The sneering and the whole lot, you just have to fall in with it and give as good as you get. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a great, uh, you know, again, it was just so many. God, was look that I've never played to as many people as that so that was really really great to get yeah would you say that that like tours like them two would be kind of the highlights so far of your career have you anything that kind of sticks out or is that them yeah definitely them and um I suppose um when I was on Opry La Daniel you know I mean to get to sing with Daniel is, is always you know at the end of the day he's one of the the tops and he probably is if not one of the tops in Ireland and um again just mum and dad always listened to him down through the years and um yeah that was really really nice and he was so friendly and just such a lovely fella and and the same as well with Nathan and Derek you couldn't meet nicer like they were just the best to go on tour with you know mm-hmm. that's good no because I mean that's hard obviously I know I've gone off on tour with uh, gang of boys before to Germany um, so I know what it's like there was one girl there as well um, but the, she was a there were a couple so then it was kind of me and the other lads okay. so I, I know what it's like it's good crack but you know it can be not hard but it's it's the, the crack you have to you have to keep up with the with the jokes and the crack and the <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Like you wouldn't want to be taking them serious around no. them because, but <laughs> you know, but that's the way. You just, as I said, just just give as good as you get, you know. And oh Lord, we we really did have the the you know the best to crack, you know, which it really was very good. And yeah. I'm missing them terribly for sure. I anyway, I know absolutely. Thank God for the social media. We can keep an eye on each other. Um, <laughs> exactly. Now I know you, you. I know while we were saying there about you know you wouldn't want to be too sensitive there or you know when you're with the gang of lads I suppose moving on from that sort of topic one thing which I was shocked to hear but that came up in another podcast was people singers getting bullied or trolled on, on online and I'm wondering is that something that you've come across um because I spoke about it with uh, in another episode and I was shocked I was 
you know, you hear about it with the likes of Sosumi or, yeah. you know, the bloggers that have 100,000 followers and that kind of thing. But I was shocked to hear that it's actually happening in the Irish country music scene. Mm. That's something, uh, thankfully, I haven't come across that with myself. But um, yeah, I have heard of a few people that it has affected and um, like that must be terrible. I mean, that's not good like for anybody's mental health and whatever, do you know, but thankfully for me, it hasn't been something that I, I have come across and I hope to God I don't have to, you know, but yeah. yeah, no, it must be very tough for the people that it did affect. Yeah, no, I just said I bring it up because um, as I've said on every uh, every episode, you know, I don't want this to be a typical interview. I want to find out you know a little yeah. bit more and delve in and find out more about the singers and 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 discuss the reality of it you know of course it's all glitz and glam and the awards which you've got a lot of um you've got a serious amount of awards which i'm sure you're thrilled about like there's a list there's an actual list of them all <laughs> um but of course that's brilliant and the gig and and, and but it is hard work and there's no joke about it and the late nights and like you said getting home late and you'd have to be going to work the next morning and you know there is a hard it's not negative I wouldn't it's not the word I'm looking for but there is you know there's a hard side to it and as I said I was shocked to hear that bullying can be a part of it now thankfully as you said you haven't mm. got any of that but you have heard so that kind of you yeah. know there is, it's it's there unfortunately yeah no no thankfully as I say but it's definitely not Sandra like it, it's not an easy um business but I think look at anything in life that you want look at you have to work hard for it it doesn't just land right in front of you you know you have to work for whatever you want um I suppose look at for me I think you see I was doing a lot of social dancing as well before before last March and um so that's a lot different to when I'm doing a spot with the, at, a, at a concert or whatever you know when I'm doing a social dance I'm loading up the van and putting in the gear setting up the gear and that's hard there's no point saying anything else and you'll have have men there watching you set it up (laughs) there has been a few times yeah and then to be fair there is people that say oh I'll bring in you know I'll help you with this now look at don't get me wrong I've been very lucky my mommy or daddy would always if I was doing kind of a, a one-piece gig like that daddy would probably always come with me but he couldn't be there all the time either because they were working in the pub you know so um and anyway I don't mind look at you do what you have to do you get in and you drive and you set up the gear go and do your gig but there's a lot to be done before you actually go and do your gig do you know yeah there might be three hours travel then get set up and then play your two hours and then you have to travel home I mean that isn't easy but look at that's that's part of it we, yeah. we knew we were signing up for that when we went into it it isn't all all the glam of just going out on the stage for that let it be a half hour two hours whatever it is there is a lot behind the scenes you know mm-hmm. and there's a lot of free gigs as well at the start <laughs> <laughs> oh there is but look at sure you work your way and up. you know you do you have to you have to work your way up and and thankfully like I was I was lucky enough like to be so busy and but I think a lot of that was because I was doing kind of a bit of everything. I was doing 
concerts I was doing the social dance and I was doing my own little gigs so that's probably how I was out so many nights a week you know Mm -hmm. but um I was definitely missing my sleep at that time anyway (laughs) have you any tips for uh, how to stay awake when you're doing the drive home have you like this is one thing I'm going to start asking all that all the artists because I know because I keep saying it on the podcast, but I can relate to a lot of what the singers do because I suppose with me being a performer in terms of Irish dancing and that kind of thing, there would be a lot of late gigs. And then as well as that, if I'm ever presenting, um, like I used to present the Jamboree and Finton and that kind of thing, you know, that'd be a late night home. And as well as that, when we go dancing to see the likes of yourself, that'd be another late night. So what do you find is, how do you stay awake on the way home? Have you a few... If I don't, I don't actually myself, but I've often heard people saying that eating an apple actually, an oh. apple. Yeah, now I haven't done it myself. It's just I have heard people saying <laughs> I wouldn't be a great one for the fruit anyway. That's unfortunately. a new one. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. an interesting one for the book. Never heard that before. Yeah. Um, just, I don't know. I just let down the window a tiny bit, but then yeah. Mammy would always say, will you please pull in? you're feeling tired yeah. and you know I well you wouldn't you're not going to pull in the side of the road at three or four o'clock in no, the morning like <laughs> I would be so nervous I'd try and find a town if I had to I'd try and find a petrol station or town or else my mum would always say will you ring me if you're falling asleep yeah or, well that's I'd, it and actually Sandra that's one of the things actually yeah the phone calls and the way you know yeah. there'll be somebody else traveling from some other end of the country and you're going to get a call from them so that definitely does keep you awake yeah. but I remember going in some, into um that garage there the 24 one in Roscommon town oh lord I was like oh I yeah that's to. a good one <laughs> because it was loads of lights there and everything yeah. it was grand but um yeah definitely the phone phone calls to keep you awake or I just you know I'd always have the window down a tiny little bit yeah my my uh it's not my fa- it works it's not my favorite I do have to do an owl slap that's what I do <laughs> <laughs> slap either side and a bit of a a bit of a shake and uh yeah that that has to do the job but there's nothing better than coming in to the town or the village or the town before so you know that yeah. you're nearly there There's, you can you're fine then but you're kind of you're located fairly centrally which is great for gigs I can imagine yeah no it is it for van is just right in the center of the country so it's great it is very central and um, but I find a lot of my gigs kind of do be up as I just say when I go out of here I'm kind of turning left a lot of the time so I'm kind of going Roscommon, Sligo, Donegal, that direction a lot mm. of my gigs kind of seem to be up that direction you know but um so Roscommon the 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 petrol station there would have been a common one to pull in all right <laughs> there you go that's 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 the local that's the one. <laughs> but how far how far would you be from Roscommon town then um about 45 minutes I'd say okay yeah so about you have a good minutes, a yeah. good distance home then well but yeah that, but yeah but it, it does break it you know there's yeah. it's not that there's there's a whole lot like it's not just two hours left or whatever but still a few minutes can can make a difference you know yeah. And I suppose one thing that we can definitely notice is we're not buying petrol as much these days. Oh, stop. My car doesn't be moved. It's just it's no lasts after ages. Happened. I love how long the petrol has lasted these days. Just, <laughs> could last I a know. few weeks. It's great. <laughs> yeah, because right, like, oh, stop it. It's getting such a break now. It really is. It was on, it was on the road so often. I just know what's happening. <laughs> and have you, you have a van, did you say? Or have you a, a Daddy's van when I'm usher look at only for daddy yeah and then if, you know I, I bring the car then if I was kind of doing my spots I don't really put the gear into that but um no I have the I have daddy's van when I when I need the gear so I just say 
they're sorted so you've you've all sides covered <laughs> all sides covered is right um oh it's been so good to to have a chat though and to catch up as as i had said i have met you once joe i'll tell the story about the tan because i think it's too funny um <laughs> when, before i started recording this podcast just myself and olivia were just chatting just getting ourselves organized and i just said do you remember meeting me before and she would say well i'm not sure i don't know and i said well whenever i put on tan i think of you which sounds crazy but basically <laughs> the scale is we were in outside barcelona wasn't it that's where robert's trip robert was, yeah, so. trip yeah. and boogie on the brava isn't that it that's it costa brava and I was going down in the lift and Olivia comes into the lift and hello and how are you? And, and Olivia asked, what tan is that, Yvonne? And I said, oh, well, that's so Sumi's tan. I said, it's new. I just got it. And oh, Olivia said, that's lovely. And since then, two years ago, whenever I take out my so Sumi bottle, I think of <laughs> Olivia. Now, did you ever hear such a random story about tan? So there you go. <laughs> That is rad. Well, do you know what? I don't know. Did I ever buy the Sosumi tan? Because I'll still, lastminute.com, I'll do the end of the ankle or something with Sally Hansen. It just does the job. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the way to go. So I obviously didn't recommend it well enough when you didn't go out and buy it. Ah, no, I wouldn't say that. It was gorgeous on you. <laughs> and I and the other time that I met you or that I saw you perform, well, well, I've seen you perform a few times, but the one that sticks out, and I know especially that means more is um, it was at the my old hometown Gertrude Festival. I'm going to say four years ago, maybe three. And maybe it was the first one. Was it the first one? And I know drive, there was an afternoon dance for the kids and it was uh, driving juniors because driving juniors, I hold my, that driving juniors is my dance school, but I hold the classes in Gertrude. So we had an afternoon dance and Olivia was playing at it and for the kids only had the ball and so they were dancing away and I think there was a, there's a few photos somewhere as well was there a dancing competition that day as well or am I raving there was a dancing competition yes. there was yeah so that yeah. was it with the kids dancing competition I think it was there and that was all right it's that long ago but um yeah fair play to you I remember Lord you doing great work with the kiddies fair play to you it's lovely to see them jiving it really is it's I lovely. love it it's I love it and it's you know it's that's the future of it all like you know you know we're all going to keep growing up and sure you know they're the I, I suppose I, I love to be even teaching them about the likes of Big Tom and Declan Ernie and TR Dallas you know it's all good and well them knowing about the younger gang you know and the younger singers yeah. but I feel it's so important for them to know about the likes of them older singers because that's they brought the country music here and brought it to the level that it's at now so I'm always trying to we'd be dancing away but then I had to get all moonshore on them and I had to start making them do quizzes and I'd have them doing matching games where they have to match the name of the, the artist to the photo. Oh. And well, I am, I was a primary school teacher, so that does okay. filter in. Uh, so my God, they know who they're, they know their singers. Oh, <laughs> my fair know play to you. Oh, the phone is And it's lovely, like it's lovely to, um, it's fair play to you as well for, you know, kind of telling them about the older singers, because they did, they paved the path for us at the end of the day. Only for them, you know, that that's who we all grew up listening to, you know, yeah. the likes of Big Tom and the whole lot. So who would is that so who would have I know you were obviously involved in the trad side, but is that who you would have been kind of listening to primarily? Or was, was there an American influence as well, or was it just the Irish influence? Well, do you know what? There were so many um types of music played in this house. It was like daddy would be big into his music. He absolutely Lord. He comes in here at night, you can the van there, and you'd hear the music blaring 
like he's you know he just loves his music so there was he loved you know the Clancy Brothers you know there was loads of folk stuff played here Philomena Begley, Margot, all the Susan McCann, Louise Morrissey, all the the Irish country singers you know actually I was doing a clear out not too long ago and I came across the old tapes the old cassette tapes and there was so many of them so there was loads of genres here um and that's you know I always did say all right when I, I always wanted to sing you know the stage and the bright lights and I did always want that but I just I never thought that I would I probably thought I just probably never had the confidence to do it you know but um no there there was so many genres here and then sure I was taken around as I said to the so many flowers since I was a little one and couldn't escape it as I just say you hadn't a choice but sure you you were probably happy with the choice that was being made for you you didn't mind anyway no I didn't mind I absolutely loved it now there was a time all right you know when you come to your teenage years and you're playing an accordion and your friends in school are not playing it I I did kind of come to a time I was like no I'm I, I don't want to go to my lessons and I was making up that I had a sore finger I remember here one evening I said I'm not going to my lessons but of you know I went back to it and thank god I did but I did definitely go through a patch where you know people it's not that people would be your friends would be laughing at they, well they kind of would it, mm. because it wasn't the thing you know I wouldn't say it really bullied like but it, it just wasn't the thing they weren't going they were going to their discos and I was probably going to a Kayleigh band practice you know but I'm so glad that I kept it up I really am yeah, you're inspiring me now to get back playing because I, I played for years as well but and then in college I would because I'd done music and dance in college and then I suppose I kind of just let it fall by the wayside and the banjo was yeah. sold and that was the end of that and you know I probably should get back but I live in an estate now though and I don't know how kindly they would take to the tin whistle because to whistle and banjo would be my main two but I don't know how they'd feel I heard a child during lockdown one week and they were out in the back garden with the whistle I didn't mind. Now, there was no tune. It was just blown okay. away. There was no tune. And I didn't care. I thought it was just lovely to hear a child out playing a whistle. But God, yeah. I'd say not everyone in the estate was too happy about the whistle being blown out in the back garden. <laughs> ah, but I know, but you're lucky. We all have to start somewhere, I suppose, isn't that well, that's it? it. Absolutely. But no, you should. Now that you have, well, I know you're still working away. You're doing great work with your Zoom classes for the kids and the jiving and everything. But yeah, you should if take it back. But you have it sold now. You have your banjo sold. I, I have the banjo sold, but I have a few tin whistles lying around. So ah, well. a, a, tune, a tune a day or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I've had a great chat with you, Olivia. Thank you so much for uh, giving us uh, giving us some some fun and some some news and and just having the general chats. It's been lovely. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Sandra. And the best of luck with all your podcasts. Fair play to you. And thanks again for having me. Thank you. And just quickly, where can people find you on social media? I know you're you're on you're on most of the platforms. Yeah, well, as I just say, I do I do really only say this in interviews. Twitter, I haven't a clue. I don't know when I last put into it on my phone. The app is probably even gone. I don't know. But anyway, they can get me on Facebook and the Olivia Douglas on Facebook and um, Instagram. And have a website then, www.oliviadouglasmusic.com. Lovely. And you can probably buy your albums, um, your previous albums on the website, can you? Or... Yeah, the two okay. albums are there. Yeah. There you go. So everyone go and check out the social medias and the website. And um, thank you all again for listening to another episode. We're on episode eight now. So thanks a million for tuning in. And Olivia, thank you so much again. It's been a joy to have you and to have the chats. And we'll talk to you soon, please, God.
Thank you so much. I'll have to go and get me so soon me tan now. I'll have it for the next gig. Absolutely. It'll be all sorted. <laughs> Thanks a million. Thanks, Sandra. Thank you.